Luke 2.47 And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. In verse 46, we have Jesus meeting uh, with the temple teacher, sitting in their midst, asking them questions. And then it transitions to all of the ones hearing him. So, so hearing him ask questions. They were astonished by his understanding and his answers. I love what Bernard Gilpin has to say about this uh, in a sermon preached in the court at Grin, uh, Greenwich. Greenwich. He, he says this, It's probable that he opened to them the scriptures which spoke of the Messiah, a matter which was then in controversy. But whatever the matter was, the evangelist says, He astonished them all with his understanding and answers. So the glory of his God had began to shine even then. Through this, we may note the wonderful power of the gospel. Even the hard-hearted who will not receive it will be astonished by the bright beams of the truth shining in it. It also causes the godly to marvel as we see with Mary and Joseph, but their admiration always ends with joy. So the commentary here is that everyone, everyone hears him talking in the temple about God and they're astounded, they're marveling, they're wondering, they're being amazed by his understanding. How, how does a 12-year-old know so in-depth, so uh, richly the contours of the scriptures and the truth held within it? How does a how does a twelve year old know this? Uh, what kind of answers is he giving? And and I love that uh, Bernard Gilpin speculates that it's probable that he's talking about uh, messianic scriptures. That that he's pointing them to the suffering servant in Isaiah. He's pointing them to the promise of God's Spirit dwelling in dry bones in Ezekiel. He's pointing them to the the richness of God's Messiah King from Psalm 2, coming not only as a conqueror of the Romans, but coming as a conqueror of sin. We don't know that for sure. We don't know exactly what he was talking about. Maybe they were just amazed that he uh, knew so closely Levitical laws in Leviticus 22 or whatever it might be. But uh, either way, what we have here is uh, people being astonished at Christ's they're, they're, they're astonished at his knowledge. They're astonished at his answers. And uh, Gilpin's observation is correct that um, everyone should be astonished at this message. Some will be offended and stop at what they see as grotesque or uh, backward thoughts in the Bible. Some will be um, see weakness in a savior that comes to die, but some will marvel at how God has pieced together a story, a story in which he comes as fully God, fully man. The son of God comes and dies for sinners. May we have eyes that are astonished every time we open the scriptures more and more at the depth at which God loves us and the heights of his glory 
in the story of redemption. So, oh God, would you open our eyes? Would we sit at Jesus's feet and listen to his understanding and his answers? Would we not be offended by those answers? Would we not find them to be foolish? foolish? But instead, would we marvel and wonder and treasure those things up in our heart? Would you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to understand, and a deep zeal within us to know the story of the scriptures, to sit at Jesus' feet and learn, and then to be awestruck in amazement at who Christ is and what he has done for us and for your glory. So uh, we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. That is Luke 2, 47.